This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What is up, BBB Brigade? Welcome to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. I'm Matt Peralt alongside Dave Sherapan. We're here on a Thursday, Dave. Happy U.S. Open. Day number one, round number one for the boys at Brookline. Golf? Golf. Golf? We're talking golf? Of course. What? You don't like this event? This is my second favorite event of the year for golf. I'm kidding. Of course, I I like the event. But it's the first round, and we have, obviously, a game six. This is a big day in Boston, just in general. I can't believe how much going on. It's Boston Day today. Did you dub it that or that that that's that's dubbing it that? That's me. It's Boston Day. U.S. Open, Brookline, Massachusetts. Red Sox baseball day game at Fenway Park. Game six of the NBA Finals tonight, Boston TD Garden. Can you imagine? You could go to all three comfortably. You could have been easily. at the easily, you know, the open uh, of the of the golf, be at the first tee time, see a couple hours of that. Could watch Rory. Fenway. You could watch Rory's entire round, then get on the green line. Take the green line from Brookline right down to Fenway. It's about five stops down to green line, the green line. Go to the go to the, go to the Sox game, Red Sox A's. You'll go back at Fenway, Kenmore Square, get back on the green line, go down to TD Garden, go to the Celtics game. Go bro. maybe one of the best trifectas you could <laughs> actually have for sports. If you pulled that off today, to that, that may be like a unicorn day for a sports fan. It's a good thing that we aren't in Boston because we would have already <laughs> had E Eric said, grab the camera. Cause we're going to all three. We're doing some content today. Yeah. Tell the girlfriend you ain't coming home. Cause we're going to have a late night. Cause yeah. that basketball game starts late. So East coast time really. Yeah. That's what I mean. Can you imagine this would East coast day? This would be one of those, like, I mean, back in the day when I was working at the TV station, you wake up, you're at the course at 6 a.m., you ain't home until 10 at night. That is true. There are Boston sports guys doing that who work in the media. That is true. Yeah. In, in particular, the photogs, the guys that shoot the content, those guys are doing three shifts today. You went a little too deep with that term. Explain that to the people, the photogs. Oh, sorry. The, the photographer is the guy who shoots the <laughs> highlight packages for the, for the nightly news for the six – well, in Boston, it's four, five, six is when it's local for those newscasts. And right. then you have the, the 11 p.m. Na- newscast. Yeah. Yeah. So you're shooting all those highlight reels. So you're at Brookline. You're at the country club. You're shooting Rory McIlroy, who's you know playing right now, hit the 18th hole. He leads the tournament at four under par right now. And then you go right to Fenway. You'll shoot a couple of highlights of Red Sox A's. And then you go to you know, right down the street, down to TD garden to go shoot the game. So yeah, I mean, it's a long day. It's a really fun day, but it's a long day in particular because you're outside for two of the three. So 
Yeah, the weather I hate, don't look too bad outside. Yeah, no, the weather. I hate the weather today. Today, the weather in Boston is the most depressing thing ever because it's <laughs> June, right? So the weather, it's like 75, 80 degrees. So you yeah. think it's a nice day, but the marine layer won't burn off. Correct. So it keeps the temperatures down. The sun, you don't see it. And it's always humid when it's like this. And it's awful. I hate that bad. What are you? Oh, I hate it. I I hate it. I hate it. The thing I love about Vegas is the darn sunshine. We get three hundred. We get three hundred and forty days a year seeing the sun, unobstructed sun. It's it ain't that sunny, people. It ain't that sunny. Don't come, please. Don't come. (laughs) It ain't it ain't that sunny. It's like three hundred. Like he's overestimating. It's not three forty. It is like three hundred. Maybe 320. It ain't it's, that sunny. Don't come, please. There's enough people. It's crowded. The building these roads all the time. It's construction. Keep you off of it, but it's, it's really just, nice. Like today is absolutely gorgeous. It's bright sunshine. Today is just a really nice day. It ain't and, even that hot yet. Nope. Like yesterday really cooled off a lot of things. Like it was nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. And so, like to me, I look at that. I, I, I tw- first thing this morning, 7 a.m., put on USA. He's put on USA. By the way, that's where the, they're putting their first round of the tournaments for at least the first part of the coverage. Can't even find it. It took five minutes to find yeah, it. This it's week. on USA. So you have to go find it on USA. But Why is it on USA? Because NBC owns it and they don't have like a secondary. Uh, they killed NBC Sports Network. Remember? It used yes. to be a thing. They killed it. So now that's they don't have anywhere to put it. So they put it on USA. And I just, I put it on and I was like, oh man, I know that weather so well. I was like, I know that day because those are days where you're like, oh, it's a beach day. And you get up and the damn sun won't burn off that cloud cover. And it keeps everything cool in the sun. You're like, come on, sun. I never have that problem here in Vegas. It's, it's a wonderful thing. But speaking of that early baseball game, Red Sox have been winning consistently on the run line. Red Sox today, Fenway Park, Oakland A's, they won 10-1 yesterday. Yeah. They won 6-1 day before, I believe. Yeah. We jumping on this again? Every day until it loses. Every day until it loses. This is baseball betting. You just start doing it. When it catches like this, stop thinking and just do it. Well, the Giants the didn't debate? come through yesterday. The Giants lost outright <laughs> yesterday to, to the Royals. <laughs> Forget Happens. the run line. They lost straight. I mean, it's Rich Hill today up against Blackburn for the A's. Red Sox are laying, you know, minus 188 juice at FanDuel, but the yeah, plus money on the run line, plus it's, 112 right now. It's down to 170. Okay. 170. In Vegas? Yep. So people are on the A's to not get swept? Of course. They always do that. Get away lay, run and a half and get plus 115 pretty much painted across the board right now. So plus 115, laying a run and a half with a team that's hitting like the Red Sox are and a team that's not trying like the A's are. I, I mean, it's that's the handicap. You do it or not. Do it. Yes, <laughs> next, done. Total is nine and a half in the game today. We're getting some traditional, typical totals now. We're starting, starting to see. Yeah, stuff's starting to come up a little bit. It's, do you buy the do you buy the conspiracy theory? What new balls? Uh-huh. That after Memorial Day, baseball flipped the baseball back to what it was. Nobody will tell me. I just want to know. Yeah. I just want to know. They did they told us last year. They were like, "Oh, by the way, well, they changed they the ball because somebody 
found out. They didn't come yeah. right out and say it, but they said, right. hey, we got a report that says the balls were switched. Yeah, we did do that. By yeah. the way, sorry. Like, what are yeah. we what are we thinking? Oh, hey, did you was that you? Hey, was yeah. that your yeah. job to tell them? Oh, sorry, yeah. man. Like Stevie in accounting just forgot. Like just, just didn't get the memo out. Yeah, yeah he was that, on vacation that week. He was at Disney World with the kids. He, he hit send, it got stuck in the inbox. It was supposed right. to go out. It was in the yeah. he came back from vacation. It was like, oh, it's a week later. Don't worry about that. Delete That's that email. All. Yeah. Holy so, mother. I don't it know. Happened again. I think it happened again. I think it did. I mean, look at the Rockies. We'll talk about the Rockies totals a little, little bit later on. I mean, Rockies totals are back to being stupid high. Nine, nine baseball games going on in Colorado again. So we're back at least to, you know, we're back to what we think baseball is supposed to look like in certain parts of the country. I just think though, so much of it is decided by the elements. I mean, mm-hmm. the ball travels when it gets hot, it's hot everywhere. It ain't just hot here. It's hot right. everywhere. Yeah. Two, the second and third time through the league for pitchers is tougher. Hitters know their tendencies. They've seen them. So April, pitchers are ahead. By June, batters know your, you know, your whole arsenal. So they're like, I ain't swinging at that pitch, and I ain't swinging at that pitch. I'm going to hunt that fastball outside. I'm going to hit it over the fence in right field. And it starts to happen. So I think – it's a natural progression of things. And obviously, I mean, I love baseball. I hope there's no conspiracy, mm. but maybe they changed the balls. It was Either way, you got to change the numbers in the book. Yeah. I mean, you have to watch out for it. It was that happened yesterday. Um, by the way, if you guys are used to watching this on Twitter, we're just on YouTube today. We had some gremlins that kicked up. Oh, the turkeys are out. The turkeys are on the course. Oh, Look at that. Boy. How did those things not get scared off by all those people? Wow. It's one of the funnier things about living just uh, five miles from Boston. Wild turkeys live in Brookline, Massachusetts. All over. It's it's crazy. But yeah, get them fattened up for November. It's June, a couple of more months, and then <laughs> goodbye. Dinner table. You go. Uh, but I am. Like that wasn't even nice. <laughs> so we're not on Twitter today. So Gremlins got after us. We're going to come back. We'll fix it. We'll get some things fixed up. We're going to start to put the show on the Bostonian versus the book Twitter account at Boston versus the book. So I'll retweet it like I normally do. It just normally it goes on my Twitter and we retweet it to BVB. Mm -hmm. We're going to start it on BVB and I'll retweet it on my Twitter account. So you'll get it the same way. Just might look a little bit different than normal, but just on YouTube today, not on Twitter, just FYI. So hopefully tomorrow we'll start back streaming live on Twitter, but Go on YouTube, you get the live chat, you get the interaction. So that's kind of the fun. All of it. Um, with being on YouTube live for us, uh, for BVB. Okay, so one quick question in terms of where we are baseball-wise. We'll get to games here in a second. But you made a, you made a point about it's getting warmer everywhere. It's more difficult going through the lineup. We're into June now. Yes. We're about to have a big spotlight be placed on baseball. Do you think baseball is going to be able to handle the cries to speed the game up and make the game more entertaining for the younger audience? Or do they sit there and say, hey, we're good at the moment as to what we're doing? Because it feels like there's two different opinions on that going. The traditionalists are saying, hey, guys, the game's been the same way for 100 years. Stop it. And other people are saying, if you want betting, if you want information, you want this to go you got to speed this up in particular when people start paying attention like they're going to do right now. If hockey and, ba- you know, once, once hockey's done and baseball or basketball could end tonight, you guys have got to figure out a way to keep people entertained. I think baseball is just going to be baseball. 
And I, I, I don't know if they have how, how much do you have to change the game to do it? I mean, they're trying. I don't want to change up. anything. I don't want to change anything. I don't want to change. I don't golf. either. I don't want to change baseball. I, I just say, you know what? If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Mm-hmm. Stop chasing. Stop worrying about numbers. Stop worrying about what your pecking order is. You're a multi-billion dollar organization. You're good. The game, the beauty of the game is growing it from a youth up and mm-hmm. taking kids to games and then them. I mean, I hope more kids are playing the games, but I'm around it now, like with the softball and the baseball. I don't know if as many kids are playing baseball as were when we were kids. I don't know. But all of in certain parts stuff, of the country, they are, though. It just depends on where you are. Yeah. I mean, but like youth sports in general, it's getting tougher and tougher to play sports. It's getting so expensive and all these other things. There's a whole bunch of other issues that's beyond baseball and the sport of it and the experience of it. And there's so many positive things that you can draw from it, whether you bet on it or not. Them trying to pigeonhole and go, oh, well, we know what the kids like. We need to shorten the games. Their attention span is short. So we need to have a pitch clock. We need to add only DHs. We need to make it more offensive. We need to do it. Let the game play out as it is. People like it or not. It's a great summer diversion, especially when your team is in contention. Every night you turn on, what are we doing? They're playing good again. They're playing good again. And by the time it gets to July 4th, you're like, hey, this team might make the playoffs. This could be fun. And then it builds into August and September. When your team is in it in September, think about it. You grew up in times when they weren't. When they are, is there anything more fun than when your baseball team is in contention in the in a pennant race? Yeah, but it's fun. There, there are there are things that are more fun than that. Like Sports wise, Boston. every day. I prefer it's Boston. I prefer Boston in the NBA Finals. I prefer the Patriots in the Super Bowl. There are things spoiled. that are more fun. Damn but it. but I, I I get what you're saying though. I do understand that there is a daily. I call it my daily friend. That I just I turn the Red Sox on and I put them on. And right about now, it's been a little bit delayed because of the Celtics. And so I've been wrapped up in, in not watching the Red Sox every night, but that's going to happen now. I mean, today or Sunday, it's going to be every day. Put on the Red Sox game, see what they're doing. It's for us here on the West Coast, being a Red Sox fan is a gift because it's four o'clock every day and it's yeah. four until seven. And I'm done at seven o'clock and I can go do whatever else I want to go ahead and do. And so it's fun. And so that's, you know, that's the beauty of being on the West Coast for Pacific time zones. But I, I, I am a big believer now in golf and baseball being left alone and just stop, like stop playing around with it. Because it really where this conversation spark, sparked is from the live tour. And I was having a conversation with somebody about three rounds, shotgun start, no cut. Like this is the TikTok era. This is bang, 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 quick, quick, quick. Young people are going to love this. Gamblers are going to love this. And then I heard John Rom talk. And he was like, you know what, man? This thing's been going on for over 100 years. There's a lot of prestige, a lot of history. I want to be a part of the greats. I want to walk where the ghosts are. I want to walk where the greats have been. And I was like, you know what? That's baseball. Baseball is about its history. Baseball is, is, is about where it's been. Where it's going, 
It's going the same way it's always gone. It's a tortoise. I get it. But it's going to get where it needs to get to. It doesn't need to be the hair. It doesn't need to be sped up and fast and keep everyone's attention. So what that the average age of somebody is 50 years old who watches baseball. I get that. That's a concern. That's older trying to market and sell. But at the end of the day, the game's the game. And you're playing the same game that Babe Ruth played. You're playing the same group that Joe DiMaggio played. The same game that the greats have come before you. And wearing a uniform or playing the U.S. Open or playing the Masters or playing where Bobby Jones walked, I think it means something to people. Not everybody, but I think it means something to people. It does. And and that's okay if it doesn't. Like, right. we can't. you can't convince someone to like something just because you do. Like, that right. comes with, like, with us just being, you know, mature, older, experienced parents. I can f- try to force my kid who's watching the show, by the way, Kendall, good job with the lid. She, she picked out the lid today um, to try to force them to like something that I like. If they don't like it, they ain't going to like it. It don't matter how I change it, how I this, how I that. And I mean, think about teachers trying to teach somebody basic arithmetic. It ain't fun. <laughs> But it's basic arithmetic, and it's the way it's been done for a million years. you got to find a way to kind of get them to learn what it is that you need them to learn. Now, sports, I mean, when you're saying it, and it is what it is, and everybody's average age is 50, think about horse racing and what it's become. It's big event, one race a year for the mm-hmm. diehards and the people that gamble on it every day. It is everyday life and they love it. But we're at a point now where does anybody care about horse racing? I don't think baseball is ever going to get to that point, but yeah. it could, if it ignores the marketing of it from the ground up, kids got to like it to like it as adults. It's hard to sell somebody who's 33 has a life I just got married, maybe just a newborn. Hey, you should uh, you should buy in and watch a baseball game. What? It's like trying mm. to teach somebody to golf that's 35. Mm. Come out and golf. I don't have four hours to go play <laughs> golf. I got to hit balls before. You want to have lunch after? I, I don't have it. I'll play nine holes, you know, or I'll do something like that. So it's a different dichotomy, but... I mean, I I absolutely love baseball. Think about it. It's your friend. Like you said it, you take it on vacation with you. Now you have an app. If we go, you know, to Nebraska or whatever, we we can listen and watch the Red Sox game. We can Mm. check the score when Mm. we're, when we're at dinner, we, we, you take it with you because they're always playing. There's something about that. That's just different. Mm. Rory McIlroy has, Finished his round. He went birdie, birdie, bogey in, shot 67. All four of his major, the all four majors he has won. He has shot three under or better on the opening round. Rory was the odds on favorite to lead the tournament after one. He was plus 375 to be the leader, co leader at the moment. We'll see if that holds as there's a lot of big names on the course. Justin Thomas is now playing the first hole. We're about 30 minutes or 20 minutes away, actually, from Phil Mickelson getting on the course. So we'll see that. We'll follow that throughout the show today, as Phil does. Is 300 lead this after today? I don't, maybe, because it looks like 
the afternoon tea time is, I mean, I don't know how much difficult, how much more difficult the course is going to play in the afternoon. So, but some of the bigger names, I don't know. I think four under is out there. You, you it can looks shoot four like under. there's no wind whatsoever. Is that it's a case? breeze? It's breezy, but it's not Boston. doesn't get wind. Like people are like, Oh, the wind's going to blow. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like it's Boston. Like we don't get wind. <laughs> like, you just, you don't get like Vegas wind. You don't get Nebraska. wind. Nowhere get, gets Vegas wind. people it, for all the sun you get, the wind blows 350. 350 days a year, it yeah. blows. So if you've got really allergies and all that stuff, keep that in mind when you come. A lot of wind. <laughs> Dave's really the anti-chamber of commerce at the moment. Today. Today. You, you <laughs> for, made it too today. easy. you got to give them both sides of it. So we'll follow this. I'm very curious. I bet Phil to make the cut at plus 200. So I saw a couple people at Circa bet five bucks on Phil to win the thing, which I thought was really funny. It, it was it's it's plus thirty seven fifty. Our boy Rossi, Dave Ross, the dad, <laughs> yeah. a couple other people. Like, what are you doing? Should have just saved the five for the parking. Like, what are you throwing, doing? Throwing darts just for the hell of it. Throwing darts win. to see Phil Come to win this thing. How a story about that? I seem to make the cut and, and, and cash the plus two hundred. He's going for the 300, 300 to one long shot on Phil to win the damn thing. I don't I don't see that. <laughs> All right, last night, overtime game winner. What a hockey game last night. If we're going to get five or six more of those, sign me up, man. That was a ton of fun. You got a really rough start for the Lightning. They looked like the team on the break, not Colorado. Vasilevsky was not good. More on that here in a second. But overall, what's your takeaway from game one? Awesome. Just awesome. Result notwithstanding, the home team won. That's what they were supposed to do. They closed minus 160. They won. I felt like they were hanging on. Um, You know, once the first period of a playoff game, let alone a Stanley Cup final, as the road team, you got to weather the storm, right? First 10 minutes, first 15 minutes, there's so much emotion in the building. And Colorado's going to win this thing as a favorite who's been riding this wave all season. You're expected to be down one nothing after 10 minutes. That's the way you got to approach it. Like you're trying to just play it level. All right? In that way, though, in the way that it was one nothing. No, those goals were bad. It was two like, nothing. Uh-oh. Both goals were bad. Were terrible. So I was like, man, this is not good. He's got to just everybody just weather the storm. And, you know, them scoring was huge. They had to get that goal. So they were trailing. It was 2 1. It was fine. And it was like, all right, we're good. Just relax. And I felt better about it. I thought from, I don't know, obviously when they scored the goals, I thought Tampa really carried the play. Mm-hmm. And then the third period was a draw. It looked like a game where nobody was like didn't want to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. There was a very few scoring chances that were they were openings that were given to them. There wasn't that offensive push. It was like, all right, let's just kind of wait. Let's kind of wait. As soon as the guy flipped the puck over the glass, they said, it's over. That's it. Avalanche are winning. And they they didn't score on that power play, but the momentum from that power play carried over. Mm. And it felt like immediately those last three minutes, whatever that was, or the last two minutes, and then the beginning of overtime was Colorado had Tampa on their heels. I felt like Big, no, that turnover – I felt like Tampa was just trying to get their footing again. They're just trying Palat to get went to the wrong guy. Palat was, he went, he was coming back his third man back and Palat was supposed to go to the right to, to where the puck could go. Instead, he followed the trailer to the left and uh, Bukowski was wide open. 
I mean, wide open. Wide open. Vasco, he had no, had no shot. He had no shot at that. I mean, that would have been wide if open. If he would have saved that, that <laughs> oh my gosh, Tampa comes back and scores right. Like yeah. that was that yeah. would have been a, a a game saver. But I loved it. I thought the hockey was great. The hype is great. I didn't think that. I mean, you know, when I got on Fanduel this morning and look, Colorado to sweep was the favorite. Colorado to sweep. They ain't sweeping his team. There's, I don't think. No, I'll be on Tampa in game two. I'll bet Tampa on game two. And so that leads me to the next question. Who are you more concerned about? Kemper or Vasilevsky? Because Kemper in the second period did not look good. <laughs> he was, he looked horrible. I, I don't want to say I'm looking through it through the rose colored glasses, which by the way, I have the rose colored glasses oh, right here. So I can go. even say it through the rose colored glasses. Literally. I'm way more worried about Kemper than I am about <laughs> Vasilevsky. Okay. Vasilevsky yep. has a pass for what he's done and what I know he can do. I don't – they were this close to losing that game. Yep. Starting Kemper after not playing for 15 days and benching a guy who just won six playoff games and got us to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I was so mad. I mean, I liked my Tampa money line when I saw it, but my overplay, I mean, my, my underplay, the first goal got scored. It was one nothing. I bet over six and a half right away. I was like, oh, it went to one nothing, went to six and a half. I bet over it. I was like, Kemper, it's like, I am not trusting Kemper to keep this game close. So right. over first period, one and a half hit. We talked about that yesterday. I thought the game would start fast. I got that. And then over six and a half in game, I bet that I was on under six, got to six and a half. I went over because it was just like, it was one, nothing quick. I was like, mm, I thought it would be one, one. It was two, nothing. Actually it was two, one, sorry. They had three goals yeah. in the first period. But I was like, Kemper's not going to hold them down. Like they're scoring three goals. Like Tampa's going to score three goals. Well, and they did. They just couldn't get the fourth one. Um, were three of the goals for Colorado on a power play or just two? I think it was, I think it was, two, it was minimum two. The yeah, last I think it was wasn't. Two. It was just after the after power, the power play, play got completed. Yeah. But Tampa will adjust. Tampa's adjusted all playoffs. They've adjusted. They're, they're as good as anybody. Well, they lost 6-2 in the first game to, to the Rangers in a very similar start where first period, all emotion, everything came kind of crashing down on them and Vasilevsky was not good. And they lost 6-2. to two. And then they came back in one game. Uh, no, they lost game two, but then they won game three and game four, like you talked about yesterday, turned into a three game, a three game series, yeah. and they win game five to win game six, and it's done. Um, so I I loved it. I, I I can't wait to watch going forward. I think these will be big events all the time. Mm. Um, it's nothing I saw. I mean, Colorado can win. The mm-hmm. series, Tampa can win the series. That's going to be good hockey. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any inherent advantage other than, I mean, that prop with McKinnon getting shots. I mean, that was easy. Like, yeah, I, three in the first period. The, the guy's on the puck all the time, and yeah, he only had five looking. shots though. He only went over by the hook. He had five shots officially, well, so he had, had the four over so quick. Three in the first period, four, and then had one in the late in the third period. Wow. I thought he would have ended with seven or eight. No, he only had five. But like he was three in the first period. He was all bang, bang, bang. And it was like, okay, that's going to go over. He only had one in the second and one in the third. And then it did go over. But it wasn't as easy as it should have been last yesterday for our prop of the day. That should have been a walk to to, to McKinnon. But he had five. What's weird is on the power play, he doesn't look to shoot. like, Or he didn't last night. Like he was looking to pass and set set them up. Um, and like, when, like when we play, we call it working through somebody. 
Like mm. you, if you put the guy in the sideboards and you say, work it through Dave, they're giving it to me and I'm trying to, to find the lanes and distribute it because you got space because you got the man advantage. And it was like working through McKinnon instead of being the last pass, like a guy like Ovechkin or a guy like Stamkos. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, if you like. Wait, wait, hold on. What happened? Uh, I'm having like an out of body experience. What happened? What? What? Do you know that dubs these on a commercial? For the golf, a golf app? A golf I app? Not. I did not. No, was he just on? I'm freaking out. Is <laughs> he just on? Not, how did how do we not know this? It's A Anderson is 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 on his it's on this ad. Oh, there it but, is. Yeah. That's Dubsy. Is That's it Dubsy is making it, the is it national TV? Yes. 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 <laughs> Just rewound it. Yeah. Awesome. That's a dub. How did we not know that Dubsy's doing national campaigns? <laughs> Dubsy's low key famous. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm watching as you're talking, and I'm watching this dude make a putt, and I'm watching him follow it in and be like all all about it. And I'm like, that guy looks super familiar. And then it says A Anderson. Yep. On, Andrew. On Andrew the app. Anderson. Yeah. And I'm like, um, that's Dubsy. Dubsy's yeah. did an ad for golf. Golf now compete. Golf now compete. Yeah. What? And they use his real name and everything. His real picture. He's walking. He's got an Apple Watch. He's doing his Apple Watch. Yeah. That's how did we not know this? I'm gonna ask him how many takes that took to make that putt. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Did not know. National TV ad campaign. Yeah. Our boy Dubsy during the U.S. Open. It's crazy. We didn't even know when he was here for 24 hours or 36 hours. We got in as extras on the CSI episode that was being filmed down at Circa. We didn't even know. There wasn't a sign that says we're filming? What's that? There wasn't a sign that says filming in progress? Well, there was, but they didn't say what they were filming. And I went down (laughs) and did what I do. I went right down to the front and I talked to everybody. And they're like, hey, you're you're in the shot. I'm like, what, what shot? What are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we're filming. Like, all right, what do you want us to do? I'm like, we'll just look up at the screen and point and all this stuff. So I'm like, Dobbsy, here, come on. They gave him a fist bump on all this stuff. They were shooting it. It was great. Because I think the Geico ad, the new one with John Hamm uh-huh. and whatever that was, was shot at Herbs and Rye here in Very town. Very possible. Because it has all the funny pictures, all the weird, like, um, there's all these very unique water paintings of like famous people looking like historical figures on the wall. And I'm like, I swear that's, I've been in that restaurant. Like I've been at that restaurant. And Chip at, guy said Dubsy posted that on his Twitter that he was on a commercial. So that's good. We didn't know. We didn't know. Why didn't, why didn't he tell us on, tell us yesterday? Hey boys, watch for my ad coming out during the U S open. Dubsy's a man of mystery. You never Seriously. ask questions. Yeah. Wow. National campaign doing commercials, props, golf, sports grid. This dude's everywhere. Yeah. My goodness gracious. Good for him. Yeah. Love the hustle. I love it. Always. Very cool. Always hustle. hustle. Game two, who wins? Um, I think Tampa. Yeah. I think Tampa. Tampa. I thought Tampa was going to win game one. I thought they were right there to do it. I think they'll win game two. Yesterday we said it split, right? Split in game one to game two. I think it, I think that's going to happen. I, I think that play. could happen. I I I I would I would favor that to happen. Um, but again, if Tampa gets called for a couple penalties and Colorado gets a lead with power play goals and stuff, or or, or just a bad goal, right? I mean, you see how fast the momentum can switch, right? 
Like when Kemper let up that second goal, I was like, they're definitely tying this. Like there was no, and 48 seconds later, they tied it. So you got like, wow, here we go. So he gets zapped, huh? He's gone. Matt's gone. Connection problems. We're out. Is anybody talking? Uh, Yep. Uh, Hold on. Yep. Bring you back. Shut your other screen. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. I got to... I got to boot you in rendezvous. You're good, though. There you go. So, yes, to answer your question, I think it's... uh, I think Tampa wins. But would it surprise me if Colorado goes to Tampa up to nothing? No, not at all. I don't think that's I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I think the game goes under. Yeah, I I think there's a possibility of that. Talk to me, Dave. Hello, hello. One, two, three, four. You seeing that you hearing the I'm hearing you echo. Yeah, I'm not going bad in my head. Just gotta close that one out. That other that other screen. Get you out of there. How about now talk to me? Can you hear me? It's still there. Hit mute on it. On what? On your screen, that the lower one, the green room screen. Have you? I hit mute. So I mute to you. I'm I don't see mute. me. On the bottom with two. I just see one. Oh. Let's try I this. I see two. There you go. Close the wrong one. <laughs> he closed the wrong one. Closed the other one. Did that work? That worked. That worked. Boom. That worked. There we go. Nice work. I did that. I reset it and we go to go. Bam. Learning right here on the show. Bang. All right. Game number six tonight. NBA yes, finals. It yes, it is. Three and a half is the total. Is a lot, or is is, is the line? Is the line for this? Yes. Uh, it was four momentarily. It's come back down, plus one fifty last night for the Warriors, down to plus one forty. Are you surprised to see money coming in here on Golden State? Nope, not at all. You? Not at all. I think it's the right side, to be honest. Oh, I see what you're doing. What do you mean? I think it's the right side. I see what you're doing. I've bet it. What do you mean? I bet plus 150 last night. That's that thing, though. That's that thing that you, the Boston guys do, the anic bets, where you bet against your team. And then if they win, it's okay because you just spent the money to keep them going. I'm going to bet against them in both games, six and seven, if we get six or seven. If we get seven. If we get seven, I'll bet against them again. Are we going to get seven, Matthew? I don't think so. I don't feel good about it either. I don't think so. I mean, I think Boston has the capability of doing it. I just think that their role players are going to have to play extremely well tonight. It's not on. It's not on Brown, Smart, or Tatum to me. It's on Pritchard, White, Williams, Robert Williams. It's on the other guys tonight. They mm. shot really bad the last two games. Mm. So if those guys play the way they're capable of, if if we're seeing Derek White hitting five threes tonight. Yeah. Boston's winning. Yeah. But 
it, to me, it's it's on the other, it's on the others, if you will. It's not on the superstars for Boston. It's on their other players because the depth of Golden State is really showing to be a problem. They have so many weapons to go to, and I mean, look, <laughs> here's the problem: it's Game Six, Clay. Clay Thompson has been absolutely beast phenomenal in beast. game sixes he has had eight threes in both game sixes this postseason he's hit eight threes ain't it eight threes tonight relax i don't know game sixes were both at home were they not <sighs> no oh, no the one was in no. dallas no both were on the road at memphis at dallas that's right. They were both on the road and he lit them up. Yeah. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And again on the road. Uh-oh. What's his prop tonight? I already bet it. Over three and a half minus 125. This has been the narrative series. Did you bet any Celtics stuff tonight? You're just trying to... Uh, yes, I have, I, I have one bet on Celtics. We'll get to it and better to book it. I have one, <laughs> I, I have one Celtics book tonight, which goes along kind of with the narrative of how I think the game's going to go. Yeah. So... I think the overs are a really good play, but I have a different bet on it. But I think the overs are play over for the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I, it I doesn't think. count as a Boston bet. Well, correct. But if I split the total in half and took one side and one being Boston, that's a Boston bet. Don't tell me you did a basketball teaser. No, okay. team total. Oh, okay. So, all right, I'm frozen. We're in connection. Up, oh, I think we're back. There we go. We're back. All right. Interesting. Yeah. So that, I mean, I just think Clay is going to be really a difficult matchup. I think Wiggins is a really difficult matchup. They got to be cold. I mean, Boston. It, it's how they got to here, right? Boston got here based on their defense. Yeah. So if they're going to win the NBA championship, it's got to be on their defense. They've got to play better defensively, and they've got to be able to stop the runs and they can't turn the basketball over because their offense and defense is linked by one thing turnovers yep. and their offense turns the ball over. It puts their defense in a very difficult scramble position and the warriors take advantage and the warriors go and score consistently when Boston scrambling around in the half court, trying to figure out who they need to cover. So if they don't turn the ball over their defense can get set, they play better defensively and they don't give easy scoring opportunities. Thus they can win. That's why that 16 number for turnovers is so important because they can't give the Warriors the easy looks at the basket. So, I mean, it seems, it sounds easy. It sounds simple, but it kind of comes down to that for me. Like the turnovers will hurt the defense and if the defense can't get set, Boston loses. That's a very, (laughs) just like the line from my cousin Vinny, it's a very sound, well thought out, lucent, argument <laughs> and it might not play out that way but, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Gold State wins right. and it's all doesn't mean right. anything it, it, i mean nothing i mean, I mean if boston shoots eight hits eight consecutive threes again in a quarter it might not matter but i just jalen brown and jason tatum at home have not played well and this is a bad situation because now they have to play well with a ton of pressure on them if they play carefree and say look we're not supposed to win anyway we're all we're ahead of schedule. You know, we're at two 24 year old stars, yeah. our first year head coach. Yeah. We're not, we're not supposed to be here guys. Like 
no one thought we'd be here. We were 100 to one long shots at one point in this year to win this darn darn thing. Let's just go on. Whatever. We're never 100 to one. Whatever. What the hell are you Let, talking about? Let's just go and. You know. But for the speech, it's, it would be good. Yes. Do, no, no one picked you, us to be here. No one right. thought we yes. could handle We're yes. taking on a three-time champion with two Hall of Famers, yes. arguably three Hall of Famers, Hall of Fame coach who's won both NBA yes. championships and coaches as NBA championships. What do we care? Just go out there and play. If they do that and they brush off all this, you know, weight of the world stuff, then they can go and win. But Jalen Brown can't dribble into triple teams. No, nope. the ball's got to be protected. Got to make then, free throws, P. Roll. Make free throws. Stop turning the ball over. I mean, my number is 12. Boston can't have more than 12 turnovers tonight. If they do, they lose. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if they have under 12, they're winning the game. They got a killer on the other side. It's what Boston doesn't have. We talked about it before the series even began. Can somebody be it? I don't can know. Somebody they be it tonight. They, and maybe for we one may, game, we maybe, may discover one tonight. Yeah. Marcus Smart wants to be the guy. We know that. He'll shoot any shot you give him. Not going to make it all the time. He's not afraid, though. He'll jack it, and, and that's what you need. You need that, like, what are you going to do? Like, get mad at me? Just shoot the ball. Put the ball up. Shoot the ball. Air ball. Who cares? Brick. Who cares? Keep on firing. And that's got to be Jason Tatum. And, you know, I Tatum needs to get – he's he's 6'9 listed. He really is like 6'10 or 6'11. He's a really lanky, tall guy. He needs to get stronger. He needs a LeBron type of workout regimen. He needs to be a bigger dude to push people around. Who is it? Who is uh, it? It's not who we thought it was going to be. It's not Foster? Nope. Scott Foster's not working the game. Uh, so let's get to, I asked SoCal DGen to do his work, his magic. So um, SoCal the, DGen is in town, by the way, right now. Is he? I don't know. Yeah, and I, and I know he was coming. I mean, he was absolutely coming to, to, to be here, but I don't know if he's here or not. So the, okay. the, the referees are Zach Zarba, David Guthrie, uh-huh. and John Goebel. Not as well known as Tony Brothers or Scott Foster. Oh. Everyone th- everyone's saying that the, the NBA is holding Scott Foster for game seven <laughs> to go ahead and put him in there. <laughs> I don't know who Scott Foster would want to win the game, but... So the Warriors with Goble in the playoffs, the Warriors are 11 and 8 straight up, but 9 and 10 against the spread. In these playoffs, there's 2 and 1 straight up, but 1 and 2 ATS. <laughs> Boston in these playoffs with Goble 3 and 0 straight up, 3 and 0 ATS. Okay? So there's one guy in the favor of Boston. Okay. For Guthrie, 2 and 2 straight up for the Warriors, 2 and 2 ATS. For Boston, 4 and 0 straight up. Four no ETS. Two for Boston. Okay. Zarba this year for the Warriors. One in three straight up. One in three ATS. Boston's one in four straight up. One in four ATS. So teams in game six down to three to two in the series are eight and nine straight up. Nine and eight ATS. There's no real bias for home team, road favorite, dog splits in, in, in any of this. But uh, home teams in these playoffs, eight and seven straight up ATS. Favorites in these playoffs, 11 and four straight up, 11 and four ATS. Teams in game six, 0 and seven straight up, 0 and seven ATS over the last seven. So, what the hell does all that mean? Teams have been closed out in game six a lot in these playoffs. 
We haven't gone to a game seven. Yeah. Look at your face. You look like somebody took the dog, which by the way, the dogs have been quiet. You look Upstairs. like you're, 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 you're done. Like you're, you're already resigned to the fact this is the last basketball game. You're yeah. Done. I, I've kind of come to, I've come to the realization. The Warriors are a better team. I mean, it's just kind of the, the the bottom line. I knew they were a better team going in. Damn, three days ago, you said Boston's a better team. No, they're a better team when they don't turn the basketball over. But Boston can't I stop. A caveat with you. So I can't stop. I can't over. stop Boston. Boston five on five. Want to take a hockey term? By the Boston. way, time out. Look at the look at Phil Mickelson on the TV with the glasses. Is there anyone that does the sunglasses on the golf better? Um, do you know why he started wearing those glasses? The book, the, the new book talks about why he started wearing those glasses. Why? Because he started, he he likes to look at women. He likes to check out the crowd and he didn't like that people were watching his eyes. <laughs> so he put on the big mirrored glasses so he can look around and do whatever he wants. Like poker. Really? <laughs> it's a poker move. He, like, he saw all the poker players wearing them. So he was like, you know what? Let me try that. Uh, let, me, let me see if that works. And it worked. And he, like, he loves it. As men... Even as women, as we get to closer to 50, we go through these weird stages. Like, what is he doing? He's Mid-life looking crisis. at women while he's golfing. He's just, betting on he all just, the games. He's just looking he's around. He, he, he didn't like the – he could he could wander. His eyes can wander is what, what the book said. He can look around at whatever he wants to look around at, and he liked the fact that nobody could see where his eyes were going. And he also – there's also a golf reason for it too because he didn't like that people were watching his eyes for the lines he was going to play. So he wanted he wanted to have an advantage that he could – be like a poker player and read people's languages and read lines and not have nobody could watch where his eyes were going. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, he looks like NWO. He really does. He's wearing all black. He has a stubble. We used to go crazy as he started doing that with the glasses and we were in the risk room. Right. Me and like Zanko, the, the golf guy, we used to laugh and he'll probably tweet it at some point. Like this is, this is a character. Yeah. He, this is this is fantastic, and whether it's on the PGA Tour or the Live Tour, his ability to just do it and not care—it's great. I I mean, this would be a dream if he goes and shoots sixty-five today. Oh yeah, go blister the course and be a riot. Oh, light it up. So Phil, I did not know this. Do you know Phil is a righty in everything, everything. else except golf? I did know that. Yeah. And his dad—he's right-handed dominant. Yes. So being a right-handed dominant player, that's why his swing is so his short game is so good because he can flip his right hand. It's the hand, it's the if we're playing golf, he turns it around. His right hand can get the ball up into the air very fast. I thought it was very interesting that like I am I'm the same way. I'm right-handed, but I play right. hockey lefty. Really? Yes. And interesting. I wish I would have had somebody teach me how to play golf lefty, lefty. because I think it would have helped. You know, because I could switch hit when I was little. Right. Because we couldn't figure out, am I lefty, am I righty, am I lefty, am I righty? And then I just took to righty a little bit more. But lefty felt like I was playing hockey, and it felt natural. And then when I tried to learn how to golf, it was way too late to learn how to play lefty. Interesting. Way too late to learn how to play righty. So if we're all in agreement, the game could could end the series tonight. If Steph Curry plays poorly again. Yes, Steph winning the MVP. What's poorly? 16 points and no threes? Or like, yes. what's poorly? Yeah. That again? Under 20 points, one or two threes. Is not <sighs> the dominant star. If Clay is the dominant star tonight, or Wiggins is the dominant star tonight. 
that would be back-to-back bad games, three of the six games in the series, Steph wouldn't have played well. Who would you vote for? Wiggins. He's the MVP. I mean, he's why they're going to win the series, not Steph. It's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who they would vote for. Humans are going to vote for Steph because he's never won it. Right. That's that's the thing. It's wrong. It's not right, but I think he wins the MVP simply because I don't trust Didn't he have two games where he scored over 40 points? Correct. He's had three good games. Three of the five have been good. If he's bad again tonight, though, it would be three of the six. He was bad. There's numbers better than Wiggins? Not. um, Points wise? I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, in totality, who has scored more points in the series? Totality, who has scored more points in a series per game average? Because you put the 40 and the 16 together, that's still 28. So Wiggins has scored 20, 11, 18, 17, and 26. Hold on. 20, 11, what? 18. 18. 17. 17. 26. 26. Steph? That's only 20, 11, 18, 17, 26. That's only five games. That's right. Game six. Go ahead. Sorry. Math. 34, sorry. 29, 31, 34, 20, 34, 29, 31, 31, 43. Yeah. Are you nuts? And 16. Yeah. Are you, are you nuts? Yeah. I mean, 34, it's 14 more. 29 to 11. Come on. 31 to 18, shot come on. 15, 12, this is 15, part of 17, it. 23. Curry has, has shot 25, 21, 22, 26, 22. Doesn't matter. Curry probably shot the ball 30 times more than Wiggins. He does everywhere. A- anyway. All right. So we, we, we go by rebounds. Wiggins with 5, 6, 7, 16, and 13. <laughs> Curry, rebound-wise, Curry has gone 5, 6, 4, 10, 4. I said, I'm going to refer to some of the guys in the chat because I'm still not sure if I'm doing the show tomorrow. I still might do the show. It depends on what this. When are you going to, t- I have to get a fill in for you. When are you going to tell me? I know. Well, I, I, the, the, answer, I'm, I'm the answer is no right now because I got to find out the schedule, but I'll, I'll tell you about that. And the best thing about today, but like Trent junk and chef Benny, they got Wiggins at 15 to one, 20 to one. You're live, but I don't think he's going to win. He should. Not going to, but he should. <laughs> He's the reason why they win this series. Steph has the reason why they win this series is Andrew Wiggins. That is Do you why you think Steph has a bad game tonight. No, I don't think there's a chance in hell Steph has a bad game tonight. This is the yeah. moment. Yeah, this is they're going for the throat tonight. This, this is, is this is this is Steph's game. I, I am on full blown for fan fan mode now with this team. I'm just, you know, my my head is like it's over. Like Boston's gonna get run tonight. But my heart is gonna be all in on Boston. But I just I know I can see it's you played five games now and you have enough evidence over five games to see the problems that Boston has. They need one more player. What's worse, P Roll? Losing tonight or winning by ten tonight and taking it to Sunday and then losing? Tonight. Because it's at home, mm-hmm. losing, losing, having somebody celebrate in your home court, home court sucks. Yeah, that sucks. That's no fun. That's not. That's no fun. <laughs> uh, I, I'm cool with losing. I'm, I'm cool with losing a game Does it seven. Give you false hope though. Like if you go to San Francisco, you're not supposed to win. Then it, then it feels better, right? Like Milwaukee, you're going to be four point Miami, dogs. Milwaukee, 
Miami. Oh, you hope people Springs said, Eternal if they win tonight. They're going to go there and win. Just people said just people said the same thing going into those games. Uh Boston's well, they were not home winning. against Milwaukee, so they, no, were, they were not. No, they were not. They were home against Milwaukee. Game 7. Wasn't that long ago. They're the 2 seed. The okay. only one they didn't have home court okay. against was so, yeah, Miami. So, so it was Miami. Fine. But they won at Miami. They won they won two game sevens and they won a game seven against Miami. Very true. So I mean, can they win three of them? I don't know, but I feel like if they get to a they game seven. They have to seven, win tonight. That's all. Before yeah, but if, if before they get to a game to seven against against the Golden State Warriors, they won game one, already there. I just there's a confidence level that the game will be good. They'll be in the game late. They might lose it eventually, but I'm it hurts more to lose tonight than it does in a game seven. To me. It hurts more to lose tonight. Okay. I want a competitive basketball game. That's what I want. Tonight? Yes. I haven't had many of those. That's the problem. If Boston's gonna win, they gotta win by 15 to 20. <laughs> Like they can't just win. They got to win like a lot. Like they got to go and make it a no sweat because if it comes to crunch time, uh uh-uh. uh. You want to talk about a, 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 a sports day? It could be Sunday, the final day of the U.S. Open and the basketball Father's game. Father's, Father's day. day. Yeah. Daddy, what do you want to do today? That's Watch hard, right? Yes. Well, I here's my plan for my, I don't know what your plan your father, but my plan for Father's Day is I'm going to go out to brunch. I'm going to get the meal out of the way. Maddie and I are going to go out. We're going to go have, have a meal together pre-sports. And then I'm going to come home and I'm going to say, you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> <laughs> your gift to me is you can do whatever the hell you want because I am sitting and I am watching maybe three sporting events. In a row. Uh, see, this is the problem. I got the little spy, little consig in here, but she's on my side most of the time. But Kendall, okay, she's going to say, oh, I watched the show today, and Daddy, Daddy said, said he wants to be left alone on Sunday and not be bothered by us. <laughs> I've tried that in the past. Oh, I mean, and it's yeah. fine. Like, we'll do the meal or hang out. But, like, they don't want to hang out with me. The teenagers are like, yeah, whatever. I've spent Father's Day at a softball field almost every year. For wow. the past six or seven, there's always a tournament where we're playing in, and we're usually either in California, Arizona, or Utah. And Sunday means we're playing, you know, for the ship, or we're we're close. So the chip, it, you mean? It's not the chip. It's the ship with an S, not the yeah. chip with a C. Ship, bro. Ship. S. Chip. Thank you, Farrah. Chip. Hashtag. In the chat, hashtag chip, hashtag ship. Mm-hmm. Go on there and vote. Go put it on the Twitter. We'll get We're it going Vegas. at the hashtag BVB Brigade. We're in Vegas. We play for chips. <clears throat> it's it's not chip, but I mean, anyhow. I mean, it's spelled with a S-H, ship. Chip. Thank you. It's, it's a chip. It's, it's, that's how it's spelled. Well, well we'll see. Slang <laughs> words that are not spelled correctly. That's why it's a slang word. We're slang. Argue, arguing semantics. You said it in the, in the chat. We go into the ship. Oh, also, there's a, there's a game seven. There's your fair prediction for the day. I think Boston think, wins tonight. You think uh, Boston wins tonight? Fair comes out of left field with that one. Yep. Wow. 
Phil just missed the green badly on the first hole. This is the problem. Iron. He's got those glasses, buddy. His eyes are wandering. I don't know what the heck that shot. He just his first. So far, he had one very good drive and one very bad iron play. So that was not. That's not good. Sign. And this is bad, right? You get punished. You heard yeah. Dubsy tell everybody. I mean, like you can see it. It looks Can't thick to me. It is thick. I mean, the, the I don't know if you guys. I, I tweeted the video of Rory in one of the one of the fairway bunkers it, or he was up again he was his feet were in the bunker the ball was actually in the rough he hit it it went no lie five feet like it just went five feet and then he literally took his club and he beat the hell out of the bunker he was just <laughs> whacking 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 the bunker he was furiously mad so yes the and he, and he shot a 67 today he, he went three under so yeah, you can you can be you can get beaten up pretty good here, and it's Thursday. Wait till they roll the greens and get them go, going for the weekend. Right? These are the easier pin placements and the easier green conditions. Wait till they. Well, that's why the, the members. I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine in Boston media, and he said he talked to one of the members, and they were like, "We expect the winning score to be even par, and we expect the USGA to make it so." Well, they the say members, that every year when they go to the U.S. Open. They said that when they went to Pebble and Tiger shot fifteen under. Yeah, they want it under. I mean, the ma- the members at Brookline want this thing to be hard. So, three under is a good score. I mean, a lot of people have gone have gone three under, but I'm not sure. Sixty six might be out there today, but I don't know. It doesn't. Uh, I mean, we'll uh-huh. see. And then tomorrow, so before we move on, yeah. is is there going to be a game seven? Are you uh, right now? Just first thought. What do you think? No, I don't think so either. Farah just came in over the top. That there will be. I mean, I'm fine with it because I, I mean, I bet the Warriors to win. So if Boston wins, I'm good. I'll bet the Warriors in game seven, probably minus 110 on both sides. So right. take the plus 150 tonight, take that plus money, you know, donation to the betting gods. If Boston wins, I'm good. If not, catch a plus 150. You write that donation off to the I would be great. I wish I could. Hey, the IRS. Hey, by the way, I had to like bet against my team because I needed to guarantee a win Is for game expense? seven. So it's, uh, no, it's fine. I'm perfectly comfortable with the donation. I'm perfectly comfortable with it. If, if on this, because I have, I'm just doing what you talked about yesterday. You said, you know, I have a 10 to one ticket on Boston to win. I have a seven to one ticket on the Warriors to win. So I'm just increasing the position. I'm lowering right. my, my win total for the 10 to one, but I'm increasing my seven to one. So trying to come up with an eight and a half to one on both sides. It's perfect. So either either I win eight and a half or I win eight and a half. Like, so that's just kind of how I decided to do it. It made a lot of sense. We talked about it yesterday. It also factored into the John Annick School of Betting, so it it, it worked <laughs> on a variety of different levels. So to go, so it was it was an easier play for me to go ahead and and, and fire on that. So um, the director of security for the brigade has just come in with this statement: "There's no chip in championship." Facts. It's fine. It's okay. You tell him. You see those guns? Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, okay, let's talk some baseball. Yep. This week, we've seen two brutal ninth inning no-hitters. Oh, my goodness. Up. It happened oh. again last night. Anderson for the Dodgers. Eight and a third. Otani up at the plate. Damn, bro. Rips one down the right field line for the only hit given up by Anderson, who improves to 7-0. and Gosselin and Anderson are 14-0 and combined for the Dodgers this year. It's stupid. <laughs> they haven't gotten a lot yet, either one. They're 14-0 and combined. He was who, who, tremendous. Who is it again? Anderson, right? And who else? Gosselin. 
I just wanted for the people that may have not have heard the first time. Oh, okay, those yeah. weren't the regular guys. No, yeah, that, that, that's not Kershaw. <laughs> that, that that's not yeah Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller. It's not the typical studs. Right. These are two it's, dudes that are. I mean, Anderson's a rookie. Gonsolin and Anderson. Oh yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, undefeated. Uh, just continue to pitch well. Almost threw a no hitter last night. Last night. night. Yeah, but yeah. So if you didn't know about the kid before last night, now you do because he almost threw a no hitter against the Angels, and I, I mean I don't know what to do right now if the Dodgers pitch like this. Their offense they don't need to score. I mean, they scored four runs last night. They 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 weren't good offensively last night. They were primed to get beat last night, and yet the A's the Angels couldn't do anything. I mean that's I don't know. It stinks, man. I couldn't imagine he threw 123 pitches last night. Like oh. you're dead tired. You're a young guy. They get you. They go. I mean, is is he a fade next time out because he threw so many pitches and didn't uh, get the no hitter? Couple schools of thought on that. Yes, most likely. If he would have got the no hitter, it's for sure to bet against. Yeah, but um, it's funny because I wasn't aware that it was going on while it was going on, and then uh, I had gone to sleep, so I oh. missed how it was broken up, and then I woke up early this morning and was rereading it and watching the highlights and stuff. You remember when Roberts took out Clayton Kershaw and perfect game through seven with 88 pitches or whatever he had. Yeah. And he referenced that in the post game and said, listen, I'm a f- sports fan first and I wanted it as much as Tyler wanted it. So I let him go back out there. I said, you, you got this. It's the most pitches he's ever thrown. Mm. And he wanted it too. Mm. So he let him go back out there and, and he didn't get it. Okay, that's fine. I think you do fade him next time. Dodgers are good. I mean, these guys, if if him and Gonsolin was great the other day too, two days ago, whatever, he was really good. He gave up one hit through six and a third. Like part of that is the angel lineup is just – Nobody is hitting. Nobody. Automatic so, unders in this. You know, that takes us to season. today. The Angels scored one run in two games against the Dodgers. Yeah. Atani on the mound today. Yeah. He just went ahead and broke up that no hitter last night. Now he gets to the pitching assignment here tonight. What do you do with the with the Angels today? I mean, they're favored because he's pitching. Right. And they're always favored when he's pitching. On the road at Seattle, Kirby yeah. on the other side. I have to do a little deeper dive into Seattle's numbers, but I mean, the steam's uh, total seven under. It's juice to the over. Yeah. Seven over 20. It's, they keep doing it seven over 25 at some places. I'll have to, again, I'll, I'll check it. The baseball work comes after the show usually, but uh, first thought is under. First thought is Seattle, home oh. team and under. Wow. Yeah. Against them. Otani's, um, thanks to Ralph Michaels, I mean, he sends me these things. Pitchers, money, in their starts. So mm-hmm. Otani's in the top five worst starting pitchers in baseball for return on investment. If you bet $100 – yeah, he's he's might you'd be stuck a thousand or something like that. You're stuck eight, ten units betting on Otani every game because he's both, minus every time and they don't yeah. win when he pitches. Both teams have 35 losses. 
uh, for Seattle. They have been a uh, kind of middle of the pack team in terms of totals. They haven't, haven't been hitting the ball. Angels. Russell, Russell just reminded me that Anderson was a pirate. I was trying to get Was he really? Pirate. Wow. 30, 30, and four to the total. So pretty flat as flat can be for the Angels. Although right. they've been an under team recently, recently yeah. been all under. They can't hit the baseball center lives. Um, Seattle 31, 31, and one. So equally flat. Yep. From a total perspective. So Good job by the odds makers there. So seven is, you know, the juice comes in for the odds makers on that. So, yeah, I don't know what to make of that game. I think I would lean Seattle because of the way the Angels are playing overall. They're just not good right now. They're a bad team. It's just, this is what you do. Like, and, and we've talked about this repeatedly off the air, but we continue to talk about it on the air too. Baseball betting is monotonous. Baseball betting can be boring. It's betting the same thing for a stretch, whether you make the stretch three days in a row, five days in a row, or until it loses. This is what you need to do. Bet the Braves every day. Play the run line. Yes, that's fine. Just keep doing it. They keep winning. When do you want to go against them? Mm -hmm. Right now, the Angels cannot hit. Bet against the Angels every day. You may go three and four. You may go four and three. There's going to be weeks where you go six and oh. It's fine. It's you can stop anytime you want. If they win three in a row and you get beat, eh, slump buster, do something else. <laughs> <laughs> one, zero, one, 11, three, two for them. This is what my cat does. My cat decides to make appearances. Hold on. What is the cat's name? Don't hit the wires. What? Oh, gosh. Shut the door. Sorry. What is cat's the cat's name? Marshmallow. Looks like a burnt is going to get roasted. Looks like a burnt marshmallow. That's 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 what he just he likes to jump up and he likes to sit on this. That cat chair. likes to jump everywhere. He does, but he likes to sit on this. This is his chair. When I'm not in here, he's on this chair. So if oh. he comes in, so Madeline's upstairs. So I I had the door open, so he came in. So he, he was coming up to get into this chair, which I don't. I'm in clearly. So he just like he doesn't care who's in it. Like sit behind you like pets just they, they they don't just ignore the fact that you're the owner yeah they don't care <laughs> cats in particular cats don't give a flip who you are like the most yeah. selfish animal ever <laughs> uh we talked a bit about this but rocky's guardians total is 11 and a half today yep. on, on on this one the balls are flying around again here out in colorado uh the i mean just bet the over again I like Tristan McKenzie a lot. He's really, when he's on, he's really on. Mm -hmm. When he's off, they'll get him out quick. Like he'll give up two bombs and they'll be trailing. You know, it's up against four. Cool, who could give up 10 by himself. He could be, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying he could speaking be responsible of pirates, for this. Speaking of, speaking of pirates. <laughs> this, was, this was one that also got away. Well, he was, he, you were okay letting <laughs> letting him go. It was, it was not a big problem letting Chad Cool walk. Right. Mr. He's he is the Yurfy King. Yeah. Running the, run the, the first inning. Sitting, yes. Um do you is this an automatic play over right now? Not automatic. I just think it's a decent, I think it's it's something to look at if you're looking for a total today that you right. want to get into. The game's offense is coming to life again at home. Four games in Colorado. 
The balls are starting to fly. I mean, at the Marlins, it was 7-1, 14-1, 13-12, 13-6 against the Braves. Three to one was in there, but then six to two, eight to seven. Guardians, it's been four, three, seven, five. So two of the games have gone one game's yeah. gone over, one game's gone under. Right. And so now you're here with another game, final game of the series against the Guardians with a total of eleven and a half. So. What's the number that gives you the pause on betting over? Is it twelve? Because I mean, I know a lot of people that had to over twelve yesterday and to push, right? So against eleven's a number that I don't feel comfortable betting. If it's eleven, I it's it's both. Under and over, I'm scared of it in Colorado. Six five okay. games happen too often. Yeah. So I, I don't. I'm eleven and a half leans. I lean under. You right. go to twelve. I leave under. You give me eleven. I leave oh, ten and a half. I lean over. So, yeah, I ain't gonna be no ten and a half in Colorado for a little while. No, not in the summer. No, I mean because eleven's a big number. I mean it's a big number on the you know craps table. It's a big number for totals in Colorado. There's just too many combinations. Six five seven four. Eight right. three. There's a lot of numbers that it can be. So you, you I don't think you're gonna see too many ten and a half. Um, but we always used to say that in a book, like what's the number to get you to bet under? And if it's twelve, we use eleven and a half with juice. And that's what they did today. Mm. All right, talk some football. By the George- way, Zach the Hatch just trying to get us fired. He said Maddie and Kendall will host the show. Ooh. Wow. I don't know if anybody's uh-huh. ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Um, it's so, raining cats and dogs at Peralt's house. Oh, uh, pretty much. There's animals everywhere in this house. Yeah, that's just it's ridiculous. It's my, my my daughter wants more. She she wants Stop. she wants she wants a bunny. She wants a um ah oh, Justin Thomas into the trap. Ugh, we're on hold timber two. Come on, JT. Let's pick it up here, boy. Is that from the center um, of the fairway, you did that. Yep, oh, right in the right in the went after the went after the pin and right over, at the pin overcooked the draw right into the trap. Which I would argue have. that it's better to be in that trap though than it is in the rough. Well, that's exactly what everyone is saying. In the in the trap is actually a good place to be on this golf course. Right, much better to be in the sand than it is to be in the rough. So yeah, I mean, if you're gonna miss it, miss it straight into the into the rough. Right. I'm sorry, into the trap, right? Not into the rough. Beautiful. Uh, so. George Kittle of the 49ers yes. appeared yes. on the podcast for, um, well, he appeared on a podcast. He's floating the idea that the NFL, if you're going to have 17 games, that the NFL needs to have two bye weeks. How would you feel to add a second bye into the schedule? For the players, that's 100% right. He thinks it would improve the way the game is played. He thinks it would be a more competitive, the games on Thursday night, Monday night, the games that are played where guys are tired, shorter weeks would be better. The travel, he's bringing up the travel to Europe, the travel to Mexico, the travel to Germany, saying we need to have two bye weeks. 19 I agree, weeks. I, I 100% weeks. agree with him. I don't know if it's good for the product. I don't know if it's good for the league. 19 weeks. I mean, pushes, it just takes over everything. It takes pushes over the week. it pushes the Super Bowl into late February. Is that good? No, but the NFL doesn't care about that. The NFL <laughs> like, doesn't care about anything else. Yeah, they can go ahead and NFL can just say, "All right, well, then we have the whole month of February is ours." Instead of having the first week of February being ours, the entire week of February is going to be ours. Our month of February is going to be ours. So we talked about whether we need to change baseball or change golf or whatever earlier in the show. Yeah. 
And your answer was no. And I, I agree with you. I'm good with what they are. I think if it improves the quality of play in the NFL, I'm even more for it. Anything for the players, I'm for. The players play the game. They, they, they have to be at their best. I don't know for the product and for the league, how much more can we have? It feels like football season is a year anyway. Right. I mean, the build up to it, then the games every week. The beauty of it is it, that it is once a week. So I don't think it can get oversaturated more for the games. But now we're going to have another bye week. I mean, for fans and teams, it's like a vacation when you get a bye week, right? She's just like, huh, week nine, we're not playing. That's the week that, like, you know, I mean, in Pittsburgh, my whole life, every week was in football season was what time did the Steelers play? One o'clock, four o'clock. Dinner was planned around it. When they played on Monday night, it was like, man, I can only watch the first half because I got to go to school the next morning. And I, you know, that was the rule, but everything was planned around that. So adding a second bye week for fans, I don't think would be that big of a deal. If they improve the game, are you for it? I think it doesn't hurt to give the guys more time to recover. I think it's, I think if you're going to play Thursday games and send these guys to Germany, I think you have to really consider doing it. And having it be having two bye weeks. I think it's something. Do to you consider. like the Thursday games? Of course. From Why? a product. Because it's Thursday football. I don't have to wait till Sunday. I can't stand them. I love them. I love standalone games. Standalone games are super fun. Standalone it's, games are great. But one game to watch it. Quality games. Like right. out of so, the 17 weeks. Two good Thursday night games. Right. So if you have. Like if you built in, if you play Thursday night, you get a bye week the next week. Could be interesting. You play Sunday, Thursday, bye week. You build it in. So then you have that automatic, you know, you have Sunday, bye week, then play Thursday. You have the bye week before the Thursday game. Yeah. So you don't strategically, strategically, it would make it that game would be like a playoff game, you'd have so much time to prep for your opponent. Which is an inherent advantage too, right? Sure. But I would, the so game adding would be that a second time. Everybody gets it once. Now everybody gets it twice. Can you do it against a division opponent or do it against a long trip or what? Like it starts to become into affecting the competitiveness or that somebody has a competitive advantage by having a bye week in week four and in week 11 versus week nine and week 16. So I don't know if we need to add more of that into the argument, but I'm a hundred percent for making the game better, making the guys stay healthier mm. and getting better football. Cause I can't stand the Thursday games. I get excited. And then you see what, what they're doing a lot of times. The Thursday games are trash. One good team, one bad team, two bad teams that aren't on normally in a primetime game get one Thursday night game. Why do we continue to see like the Jacksonville-Houston game on Thursday night? Because uh, maybe more people will watch it then because they're not watching it on Sunday. It gets lost in the whole slate. 
and I teams. would advocate we could play some more games on Saturday. I love the Saturday lineups, not during college football, but at the end of the football season, of the end of the NFL season, when we have the primetime games on Saturday that roll into Sunday, those are standalone games. Those usually end up being really good games because the routines aren't thrown off as much. We see a tremendous amount of action on those. The little dirty secret about the Thursday games, handle-wise, they don't do shit. Really? They don't get no handle. Really? Terrible. Wow. You only have three days to bet on them. Yeah, but it still does better than most college football games, does it not? No. Really? Jacksonville, Houston on Thursday night over anybody, Alabama against directional state yeah, on not, Saturday. It's not every. Not close. I know, but Jacksonville and Houston don't play every Thursday. No, but a but a four and eight Chicago Bears play a, a, a six and six Minnesota Vikings on Thursday night. Okay. It doesn't do nearly as much handle. It's really, it stinks. All right, hold on. This is the prime schedule for Thursday night. All right. Okay. There's no game one. There's, there's nothing in week one. What do you mean? Week season open week one, Buffalo and Rams. It's a Thursday. Yeah. But it's not se- th- season but opener it's, is usually on a Thursday, isn't it? Yeah, but it's Sunday night football gets it. NBC has it. On a Sunday? So the, the first game is on a Sunday? No way. Hold on. No, 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 no. They call it. Remember, they call it Sunday night, but it's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. It's Thursday, but they call it some Sunday night football. Um, but it's Thursday. I don't care what they call it. The game's on a Thursday. Bills, yeah, Bills and Rams on Thursday, NBC. Yes. NBC has it. Yes. So, okay, so Bills and Rams. Yeah. Handle or no handle? Tremendous handle. It's the first game of the season. It's great. Okay. Chargers, Chiefs. That one, will do, that one will do decent. That will do good. Steelers, Browns. Eh, that'll do well. It 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 won't. Tra- okay. It could be Trubisky and Baker Mayfield. Okay, Dolphins at Bengals might be okay. These are the Thursday oh. games, Matt. Uh, the Thursday. Yep. These are good games. I mean, those are at least we got. Four, I think four storyline games. Colts at Broncos. Let's hope Russell Wilson has them off to a good start. That might okay. do okay. Commanders at Bears is a bad game. Snoozer. Good night. Bad, bad game. Saints at Cardinals. Good night. No appeal. Ravens at Bucks. Tom Brady always brings him Monster. in. Monster. Monster handle. Tom Brady always brings him in. The Ravens. Eh. Next two weeks are bad. Eagles at Texans. <laughs> Falcons at Panthers. Oh, my goodness. How did that get on a Thursday schedule? All right. Then it gets much better. Titans at Packers. Those cross-conference games suck handle-wise. Come on. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's a big game. It sucks handle-wise. The line will be seven and a half. It won't be that big. Bills at Patriots. Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Monster. Raiders at Rams. It's not monster. It's a good game, but it ain't that monster handle. Go ahead. Raiders at Rams. West Coast game does nothing. Here? Does nothing? It's Raiders, Raiders, on, Raiders on a Thursday night. They're going to tell me the books aren't going to be slammed with a huge handle with the books with a Raider Thursday night primetime standalone game. Nope. Really? I just, I'm going to, you would know more than I, but I disagree on that with the Raiders playing a primetime game on Thursday. Good. Who's betting the Rams? Everyone's going to bet the Raiders. 
You'd be surprised. Uh, 49. I mean, what do you mean? That's like the Golden Knight the Golden Knight games don't get hammered here in Vegas. This is a they football get, game. They get bets, but what do you think? The Golden Knights against Ottawa on a Wednesday night, there's handle on that? There's no handle on that. Well, it's different. It would be because hockey is not standalone like that. Hockey plays every night. So that's a that's a regional broadcast versus a national broadcast. Okay. If the that, if, if if the Golden Knights played the winter classic on a on a on a Saturday night, wouldn't get much handle. Hmm. Comparatively, it might get more handle than any other hockey game, but it doesn't get anything more than, you know, a yeah. Saturday college football game. The last three games are eh. Niners eh. at Niners at Seahawks eh. Jags at Jets. Say that one again, please. <laughs> Jaguars at the Jets is the worst game on the schedule. Jags at Jets in yeah, December. That, yeah. On the 22nd on Christmas week. Holiday week for everybody. Throw the yeah. Jags and Jets on. They won't complain about having to play Christmas week on primetime. Yep. And then wow. Cowboys, Cowboys at Titans. Ugh, that'll do nothing. Yeah. The majority of the games, though, on Thursday over night. Over half stink. No, not over half. What? There were 16 no. games there. There's games nine that we said, or 10 that stink. Games that we said stink. Okay. Commanders at the Bears. Stink. I don't think Cardinals Saints is bad. Stink. I disagree with you. That's two. Uh, that's Cardinals. That's probably so. I'll disagree there. Eagles Texans stink. Falcons Panthers stink. I disagree with you on Titans Packers, and then Raiders Seahawks. Sorry, 49ers Seahawks. Running out of fingers. Jag- Jaguars and the Jets. Seven, and the Cowboys eight. and the Titans. Six. That's eight. There's six games that aren't good. Stop counting. First game is really good. There's seven. There's seven. There's 18 weeks, 18 games. Six of them are bad. Stink. Eight are good. No. Handle wise, six will be good. I don't know. And if you get and if you get injuries and stuff, it's even worse. Uh oh. Who's here? Fine. Maddie wants my phone. Oh. You gotta get that iPad charged before the show. It always is, and she it's the most annoying thing in the world. I agree. <laughs> Mr. Dave says you have to charge your iPad more before the show, like I told you before you went on. I told her beforehand. I said that that's how, that's what has to happen. And she was like, It's got 30%. It's fine. I go, it's not gonna last the whole show. No way. It's, it, it's not absolutely not. Sorry. All right. Uh, time now for the circus sports schedule of the day. It's being brought to you by Circus Sports, and we get to get into a fun conversation about the Buffalo Bills team of the day. <laughs> Boston University of the Books being brought to you by Circus Sports and the Circus Sports Million Four Football Handicap Contest. The most exciting football handicapping contest is back another year. Circa four, six million in guaranteed prizes, $1 million first place prize. This contest, once again, will not take a rake and any fees go right back into the prize pool. Each player making five picks in pro football against the spread. Each pick worth one point. Player with the most points wins at least a million Entries are $1,000 with a max of three per player. Test your skills this year against the best handicappers in the world for your chance to win a million. For more information and con- about contest rules and sign-up information, log on to circusports.com. Buffalo Bills. Yes. You have them winning the division, do you not? Of course. Okay. What happens Pons if they don't? favorite to win the Super Bowl, if you haven't heard. What happens if they don't win the division? Can't wait to hear this. Who's winning the division if it's not them? I don't know. It's asking. What happens if it's not them? I don't know who it would be. 
But okay. if it, they don't win a division, they'll have to go on the road and try to win more playoff games. Okay. I 11 and a half for them to win as many games as possible and make everyone come to Buffalo for the playoff games, except maybe one. If you only have to win one road game, okay. This schedule is not easy. No, it's not. Just, just say that. No, They're it's 11, not. 11 and 5, juiced to the over and minus 115. Not 11. heavily juiced. Point five, 11 and a half. You said 11 and 5. Sorry, 11 and a half. Sorry, 11 and a half minus 115. <laughs> so, I'm just reading straight off the screen. Just gave the number. Yeah, what are you talking about? So 11 and a half minus 115 for this. Yep. So can they win? Can we five to find 12 wins? 12 yes. and 5. Most likely, Buffalo yes. Bills. Open up. We talked about it against the Rams on the road, prime time Thursday night. Don't win that game. That's a tough one, though. They could lose that game. I I think they lose that game. I think Aaron Donald destroys their offensive line. Really? Yeah. Destroys. Yeah. I I think they're having a tough tough time right now. Buffalo's Um, small favorites, right? One and a half, I thought, right? Was Buffalo in in, in week one? Uh, One. One Buffalo minus one. It opened at Rams. Rams were the opener. Rams preview. I said the Rams would win. I like the Rams to win this game. I like the Rams to celebrate championship. Historically, this has been the banner game, and it's been tough for the home team because they get distracted. Correct. Historically speaking, but not every year. But I think that they, I do like the Rams to win the game. Week two, home for Tennessee, Monday night football, home opener. Win. Agreed. Three of the next four are on the road at Miami. Ooh. It's a tough one. Don't they lose this game? I think they lose this game. It's early. It's September. It's hot as hell down there. This is that one, yeah, that uh, has that odd time. They'll lose this game. They'll beat Miami at home. So I'll say stay in two wins. One and two start for the Bills at the Baltimore Ravens. They'll be small favorites, and they could lose this game, too. All right, I'll say two and two. Gonna hard to say one and three. It's hard to say that for the Bills <laughs> to start the year one and three. Yes, it is. But I think it's possible. Homer. But, I okay, I'll, I'll give you two and two. Speaking of Homer, Pittsburgh at home. I mean, uh, Buffalo hosting Pittsburgh at there home. There ain't no chance that the Steelers are going to win that game. Okay. Three Buffalo. Three and two rematch of the game last year. Best game in the NFL last year. Buffalo at Kansas city. October 16th. Buffalo wins the rematch. Really? No, I've, I've, I'll uh, take the chiefs to win that game. Bills. I have them three and three. You have them four and two. They go to the bye week in week seven. Early. Not good. Early bye Early. week. Come out. Sunday, October 30th, home for Green Bay. Damn, son. They got a lot of good primetime games. Not playing them on Thursday, are they? NBC's, yeah, Sunday Night Football. Win. Loss. At the Jets. Win. Agreed. I have four. You have five. Six. Home for a minute. I have six. You have six? Yeah. What do I have? I have wins over Tennessee and Pittsburgh. 
and now yeah wow so i have i have three wins yeah tennessee tennessee pittsburgh i'll give them a split with miami baltimore okay, okay. so three and three i'm three and f- i am three and four jets will be four and four you have what you have two wins there I so you have you have six wins i have four yeah home for minnesota win agreed home for the cleveland browns win i have six at detroit that's that clunker i'll say lose thanksgiving oh i'll say win never mind <laughs> why why did that flip detroit you? loses it's a short week it's yep. Detroit loses. Who who's the, never mind. I don't even know care who Detroit plays a week before. <laughs> they're they're going to lose. They give me yeah, so I think that, they win I think they win 4 games in a row there. So I I I think that they go from 3 and 4 to 7 and 4. So I have 8 I think right now, right? Or do yeah, I have seven, 9? I, I have 7. I think you have 9. I have 9. I give them a win against uh Detroit. Okay, 9. At the Patriots Thursday night football. They play Thursday Thursday? Mhm. What a deal. Lose. I agree. Loss. Home for the Jets. Win. 10. I have eight. Home for Miami. Win. Yeah, Miami 11. playing into December and Buffalo is no fun. Right. That's a win. At Chicago. It's late. Um... I could go either way with that one. I already got 11 wins. I don't care what game 12. I have 10 at Chicago. Yeah, that's what you just said. Oh, sorry. At Cincinnati. Lose. I have a loss. And then home for the Patriots week 18. Win. January, January 8th. It may not matter though. They have 11 wins here. They may not matter. That game might be out. They could be 13 and four. Could be, or they could have 11 wins and punt that game. Bottoms 10. Bottoms 10. Bottoms 10. I'll agree. 10 and 6. Yeah, I would agree with that. 10 and 7. You keep sorry, doing sorry, the seven, thing, sorry, thing that I'm sorry, doing yeah, with yeah, the 16 yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, 10 and 7. Yes. It's hard. No, so, so the bottoms, man, bottoms seven 10. losses. How do they even have that? Is the bottoms a bottom 11? That's hard. 11 and 6 with that schedule? That's hard. I, I just see seven losses in with this schedule. I don't know if I see seven losses as a bottom. Losing at Miami, losing at the Rams, at Miami, and at Baltimore, very possible. Beating Tennessee and Pittsburgh to go two and three to start. And then that game against Kansas City is really, really hard. Their three first non-conference road games are Rams, Ravens, Chiefs. That is not easy. Mixed in with a Miami game and your Rams, home games. Rams, are- Ravens, Chiefs with the Rams being the opener. What is that? I mean, they're not going three and oh. No, I think they could go in three. They're more likely one and two. But then the Miami game factors in and they can yeah, lose. I think it's two and one when I look at that, but that could be I, one and two. It's not, I don't think it's 0 oh and three or three and oh. Pay, playing Miami in September is no fun. No. So that's hot, that's humid, that's nasty. So you got that mixed in. So you got two home games in Tennessee and Pittsburgh, games you should win. So let's say they go one and two, that's three. The Miami game becomes real, pretty important before the bye yeah. week. Yep. 
It's yep. two and four or three and three to the bye. Then you're off to the home for Green Bay and you've got Rodgers coming in. That's not great. So you could be two and five or you could be four and three. They ain't going to be two and five. Everything's going bad if they're two and five, man. They're good. They're deep. Yep. And then you have the Jets, but then you get the four game cupcake streak Jets, Vikings, Browns, Lions. Jets, Vikings, Browns, Lions. That's a pretty good stretch right there. Yeah. So November, they better win three, if not all four of those. I think they went all four. Yeah. I think they went four, all four of those games. So, like, if they're four and three, they go to eight right away. Then you get the Patriot game on Thursday night, which is tough. So that game you could lose. Then you have the Jets and the Dolphins, both at home. You should win both those games. At Chicago should be a win. Cincinnati on the road on Monday night football, not easy. Patriots on a short week at home for a game that could be for the division, potentially. You think Green Bay goes there and wins? Yes. As of now, today, I think they go there and win. We'll have to make a bet on that. Not sure it happens, you know, right away, but I, I think it's a it's a decent shot. I, I mean, Rodgers picks apart I, secondaries like Buffalo. Hmm. They got to get a lot of pressure. It's been it was their problem last year against the Chiefs. You got to get pressure. You don't make Rodgers uncomfortable. You got problems. Ed Oliver has been okay. Shaq Lawson's been decent. They brought in Von Miller to kind of help that out. So that was their big, big offseason acquisition, getting Von Miller to come off the edge. They'll get Tredavious White back, which was a huge loss last year for them when they when they lost him to the ACL. But he, we'll see when he comes back, what he looks like. Micah Hyde. The question is still their defense, not their offense. Buffaloes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I think Buffalo's. I think their ceiling's pretty high, I, and I think their their bottom isn't is like I said. It's it. Yeah. All right. So we're going to. So if you're betting right now, eleven and a half is your win total for the Bills. You're going over. <laughs> Hashtag not Ferris fault. <laughs> Just rolls through the chat. The chat has your back, Fair, all the time. So Great. does Kendall. Um, I think over. Yeah, I, I think there's only an injury to Allen or stuff really, really going bad is the only way that they don't win 10 or 11 games. And I think but their ceiling is 13. You got to win 12. So it's a, it's a good number. I mean, it's not a number I would actually bet. But I love booking these 12 and five. You have to find five losses. Yeah, you can find six. Or six. Yeah, I had to find six. You find six. I can find four pretty easily. I don't know if I can find six. Yeah, I lean. I would lean under. I go there and win. I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't bet it. But I would. I would bet. I would say under. If I had to bet it, I'd, I'd bet under. Well, that's the way you're supposed to bet these big numbers. Yeah. Because if something goes bad, you're on it. I mean, yeah. it ain't going undefeated. So rule no. out seventeen. Rule out sixteen. Rule out fifteen. Mm. everything goes perfectly right. 14 and three is the absolute highest it can be. And very unlikely 13 and four is a very nice season gets the one seed, you know, 13 and four is the goal for them. They got to go 13 and four. So everyone has to come to Buffalo in January. Mm. That's the path to the Super Bowl. 
I don't want to go play Kansas City again. I don't want to have to go play the Chargers. Yeah, it's so it's so it's such an interesting, it's so interesting because you have this like we've spent so much time looking at the AFC and like seeing the top teams in the AFC, but it never plays out the way that we think it's going to play out. It's always like, it it is all like, everyone's like Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. And I'm like, I, I would fade it. I would fade it because everyone thinks it's going to be an automatic. Right. It's I think the West is going to be so damn good. (laughs) I don't think they missed the playoffs, but I think I could see, you know, I could see them being a division winner, but being, you know, having to go on the road like they did last year. Right. Either get to the Super Bowl or get to the AFC Championship game to go on there. Yeah. That's so. the hard part. Yep. All right. So our friends at Sports Grid, thank you so much for watching. We'll be back tomorrow for a roll call Friday, 11 p.m. Pacific time, right after the Pat McAfee show. If you guys on YouTube hang around, stick around. We got more to come here for the Bostonian versus the book. Okay. Um, let's talk a little prop betting here. Our props.com story of the day. Yep. We're going right back into our prop betting opportunities here. And this is tonight's game for Celtics Warriors. So Marcus Smart is somebody I've bet quite a bit on here for his point total. Last game, I was on over 14 and a half for Marcus Smart. He got there easily. Books are juicing it up a little bit now. 15 and a half is the number at minus 120. Marcus Mm. Smart has logged at least 39.4 minutes in three straight games with a season ender staring you right in the face. You would think that he's going to play quite a bit tonight at home as well. He in game five had 20 points on seven of 15 shooting. And six times after Boston has had a loss in the postseason, Marcus Smart has scored at least 18 points. How do you feel about Marcus Smart going over 15 and a half tonight? He better go over 15 and a half tonight, right? If they're going to win, if Boston wins, he's at 20. What's the juice? Minus 120. My gut would say bet under. Really? I like Golden State. Right. But you can still like I think Golden he, State. I and think like he's the, he could be the reason they win, but he could be the reason they lose too. A bad game by him. Just so you know, in the games that they've lost, which is the last two, Smart, Marcus Smart has scored 18 and 20 points. Nice. And they've lost. So that's both not even a help. They've so, lost both. Yeah. That's why I like over. So you, you, I think you can like the Warriors and still have it. Right. Yeah. The war he he goes over. I could go either way. I guess it's just it's. Uh, I guess I just haven't given him nearly as much credit as, just because I've seen him take sick, take so many bad shots, I just can't get it out of my head. It's fair. It's like what are you doing? At times, you just pass the ball, man. But oftentimes um, he's gotten to over four, over fifteen points by the time he starts jacking those shots in the fourth quarter. He's already over it. He's yeah, exactly. So it doesn't matter if he's shooting badly in the fourth quarter; he's already over it. True. So yeah, I would lean under, but nothing strong. You like right. it? I like it. Yeah, I like over. Okay, I like over on this. Uh, the betprep.com prop bet of the day, which by the way, we, we've been doing an extra play on the TikTok and Instagram at betprops on those two. By the way, she did that thing in Spanish. That's that was I'm, awesome. That's, that's what I'm saying. We're not doing them in Spanish. It was great. So, 
We have Spanish. If you are a Spanish speaker or you like to hear someone in a different language, we do have an extra prop bed popping up from time to time on the TikTok and the Instagram in Spanish by Jenny Garcia. So that's her idea. She came to me and said, hey, do you think Bet Prep could do two props a day? And I was like, why? She's like, because I want to do one in Spanish. It's like, wow. All right. That's different. Yeah. I'm all about being different and doing unique content pieces. So we're now doing a prop bet of the day in Spanish. I like to listen to it or watch it just to try to catch a couple words to see what the prop <laughs> is without actually looking at it. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Did she just say this? Like, oh, yeah. it, it's just, but you're right. It's different. It's fun. Yeah. And Jenna, good job. Yeah. So we're on that. So here is the prop bet of the day from betprep.com. Derek White over nine and a half points tonight. You're not going to like this. If you don't like Marcus Smart, I don't think you're going to like this prop bet either for this. Derek White. He uh, and I agree with Darren at Bet Prep. He needs to, the role players have got to score more points. Derek White minus one fifteen, averaged twenty eight minutes per game in this series, just under ten field goal attempts per game in five games in the finals. White is averaging eleven point four points per game, gone over three of the five. Forty seven percent of White shots are threes. When his point prop prop goes over, he also goes over on his made threes, which I am on. One and a half, one and a half at minus one ten was the number for that. Mm. How do you feel about Derek White going over nine and a half points today? I don't know if I feel anything. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. You don't I don't feel know. anything? Nah, I don't. I mean, this is a good number, and it's just like, yeah. That's why. Uh, that's why I bet over made threes. Scores six points, hits two threes. I cash that. This goes under. What's the May threes number? One and a half. Overjuiced? Uh, it was minus 110 both sides last night. It's a good number too. Not really. Why? He's going to make two? He normally does. He normally does. Did he last game? Oh, because he was, I mean, everybody was ice. So far in this series, he's gone five for eight, two for four, zero oh for three, three for five, and zero oh for three from behind the arc. So three of the five games you went under. No, three two, of the five games he's gone over. Two. Okay, no. he hit two. He has gone over. Two is over. Yeah. Game one over. Game two over. Game three under. Game four over. Game five under. Right. It's a good number. It's all good numbers. I don't. I don't feel strongly about anything either way there. You like this over? Yeah. I like the th- made threes more. Right. I, I bet that I bet you made threes last night. I I, I bet that. I the video's frozen on a YouTube, by the way. It's been one of those days. It's just one of those days. It's fine. We're almost uh, done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> better to book it. Let's go. Being brought to you by Get Fliff. Dot com fliff the social sports book just for something for an account to give you 25 bucks into your account if it's legal in your state golden state money line plus 150 <laughs> betting and revoking it i see what you're doing here we're betting this it's over just come to grips with it i i i know you're i see what you're doing i, I wore the golden state stuff to poke the bear a little bit but i also wore it because all right I ain't got no, I ain't got no Celtics either side on the either jersey side or anything. We can represent either side, right? Here's where I'm deviating. Oh, Boston, Boston team total 
over 106 and a half. Whoa, that's high. Yep. Whoa. When Boston has won, they scored 120 and 116 points. Okay. This is an overplay, and this is where Boston's role players are going to play much better tonight. Interesting. You haven't done this basketball team total. Look at you. I think Boston 106? A, I think Boston scores a lot tonight. I think Boston's hot tonight. Warriors can still win. Are you sure this number's 106? That's what I bet last night. Boston team. 106. It was 106 and a half to 103 and a half. 210 the total. All right. Whew. I will book this one too. <laughs> What's the total now? It's gone up or down. I'm looking right now. Uh, it is. They said DraftKings. It creates 210. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's 210. Solid. Um, Home team score. Why do they make it so hard to find this? Home team score. I mean, like, where is it? I can't even find it. From a team total? Yeah. Um, team totals. It's 106 and a half, and it's juiced to the over at minus 120. Okay. I didn't pay minus 120 last night. Okay. I paid minus 110. I think the thought process is right. I think if you if you if you think that that's you stick with them as the favorite, them as the, the to win. You bet them over. This is good insurance for your money line bet. This this kind of crosses the streams a little bit, but I get but the Warriors can win. Over, Warriors can win 115, 110. I mean, Warriors can that could happen and you could win so, both. Okay. Yeah. So that's All that right. was my my thought is Boston. I think Boston's gonna score 110 points tonight. Okay. If, in the three games, there's been three games in this series that they have lost. They've scored 97, 94, and 88 in those games. In the games they've won, they've scored 120 and 116. Right. So I'm going to go in the middle of the two and go to 110. That makes sense. And there's a chance, my other thought process of why, well, Matt, just bet the over 210. My other thought is Warriors know they've got a game seven at home in their back pocket. What happens in the fourth quarter if Boston was up by 15 points? Do, do the Warriors mm. just punt the game and say, see you, see you on Sunday, game seven? Right. Do they want to go really balls to the wall and just go all out to close out on game six? Or do they say, eh, all right, and they score 95 points? It's good. It's 110, it's 110, 95 final score. Boston wins, Boston covers, game goes under. That's that's why I want the team total versus versus wanting. Okay, the, that the could over, happen. The over. I'm good, cons- good, I'm just concerned. Good case the, right there. That's the Warriors good. are just like, eh, because we've seen that's what Boston did <laughs> in game two. That this is we've seen this before in game sixes. Absolutely. And, and, well, and in game two, this series, Boston was like, all right, we came here, we we got what we needed, we're good. They scored 88 points in game two. Right. So that's my that's my only concern is that the Golden State knows they got they have two games to get one. They're just going to, you know, I don't know how crazy they're <laughs> going to go for tonight. Um, so we've talked most of the Derek White over one and a half made threes at minus 110. You're booking it? Yep. Okay. 
I like Derek White to go over. I like it more than the than the bet prep, but you can bet them both. They're both they're correlated right. in a lot of ways. Right. You can bet both. And finally, Clay Thompson over three and a half made threes at minus one twenty five. Betting that one. Game six, Clay. It's that sometimes it's that easy. There doesn't need to be much, you know, discussion, narrative, dive deep down inside, whatever. I got my clay headband right here. I wore it yesterday. Uh-oh. By the way, Mikey, awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I wish I, I can't. I, I need hair. But if <laughs> if they win, it's going to be too late. But here's the headband. It's great. And I was going to get a nice big fro and put it on and try to pretend like I was clay. Yeah, maybe you could sneak out in court and uh, see if you can <laughs> fool Jack, security. Jack some threes. Wow, Brooks Kepka is blowing up right now. Three over through five. Yikes. Yeah. Mm. The live tour guys. Uh-oh. Do you think the PGA tour guys are showing every one of their shots? What do you mean showing? bad? Oh, I think I think 100% that's possible. If these guys suck, they're going to put them all on front street. I totally agree with that, without a doubt. There's no debate in my mind. Not yes. too many times you usually see a guy that's three over seeing his shots. Just keep right. that in mind. <laughs> I just saw Kevin Na for the first time in five years. Well, he's three under through five. Kevin Na, is the, he's ripping the course apart at the moment. Okay, so that's good. But that's the Kevin first Na time I've seen Kevin damn. Na in years. He's the he's he's the most controversial live tour guy because the tour everyone hates they hate that dude, but he's wow through he's that's a hell of a start, three birdies and five holes for Kevin Na. He's already matched McElroy. All right, favorite thing about today is what? Finishing up the show, tying up a couple loose things, and I'm driving to St. George. We got a softball game today that I got to go coach, and then. Once I figure out if we win or lose where we play, I'm either going to drive my, back. You're going to make my life a living cr- hell, aren't you? Are, no. At, at what time do I have to? How much? How many hours am I going to have to find a replacement for you? Find a replacement now. Find a replacement right now. And then if I can do the show, we're going to boot. We're going to boot somebody. I'll be the guest. Be I'll the be the guest. guest. What do you mean you'll be the guest? I'll come in and we'll just do the roll call Friday and I'll leave. You can do the guest host, but I'll know uh, the game's not till five o'clock. So I won't know till after we win what time we play. But my plan is to come back unless we play at eight in the morning or something. Then I'm going to crash on somebody's floor. This is like a college thing. I'm like, I'm going to literally sleep on somebody's floor. Why would you just get a hotel? It's St. George, Utah. It'd be like 60 bucks. They're sold out. They're all, they they're, really? this is, there's teams from all over the, the Western United States at this thing. There's teams oh. from California, Arizona. This is big oh. one of those big uh, summer events. So the favorite thing about today is that I'm going to coach. Are, bo- are both daughters or just one daughter playing? Nobody's the kids aren't even playing. This is I'm coaching the team. I'm not even going up with the girls. Oh, yeah. The team, <laughs> the team needs me, so I'm going up to coach. We split okay. last night. We went one on one. But they sent me a text that said, Coach Dave, you got to come call the pitches. So I'm going to go right. coach. So. All right. We'll find, we'll find a replacement. Uh, my favorite thing about today is that I get to watch golf in the middle of the day. <laughs> my favorite thing. I absolutely love. It's currently 1156 Pacific time right now. And I get watch to go course. set up, get some lunch, watch Phil, watch 
All these judge Justin Thomas, who's not doing well at the moment. Is he three over? God, oh, he's only one over. Putting for birdie. All right. So he's he's been scrambling. All right. That's great. I will say this though. Oh, birdie for JT. Let's go. All right. That's good. We'll go watch go watch his last the back half of his his first round. One thing that I will say is that my gosh, there was a lot of advertisements in the morning. Oof. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So playing through they this, this thing that the NBC started, the playing through makes it very tough to watch golf. There's a lot of ads constantly in this double split screen ad on one side. They mute the sound like they're copying what NASCAR did What NASCAR does this. It's, 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 it's a little frustrating. Live sports is the last thing people are watching live. I know, but it's and they're like, and they're inundating it with gambling and advertising during the event. I haven't seen any gambling ads on this. This has been clean for that, but regular sports events, yeah. like it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, they're putting the graphics up last night on, you know, the series price on the hockey and all this other stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is network TV. This is great for us. But for regular people, they're like, man, I don't care. I don't even know what that means. Leave it go. Yeah, that's the problem. They don't know what it means. Yeah. The biggest question, the biggest issue is like, oh, that's interesting. It's like, it's what? Like, you don't understand really what's going on with it. So that's part of the problem right? with that. So Red Sox trail 3-1 in the fourth. Oh, yeah, bummer. Okay. So yeah, bad guys betting the A's. There you go. I didn't bet it. I would have bet run line though. I would have bet it. Sox can come back. But Very chill day. Yeah, it's tough. It's a, it's, 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 yeah. That's, That's what I mean. You got to pass. Like you bet the Red Sox every day. Oh, that's Red Hill starts. <laughs> and you don't want to take some minutes off of your life. A soft throwing lefty is not a recipe for success. <laughs> Especially at Fenway. Not yeah, good. At Fenway Park, right. Exactly. It's not, not, it's not, not good. the best. All right. So he's going to be out. Dave will be out. I don't know who's coming in next. I got to figure that out once we get done. Make some. Well, hopefully I'll fix it. And we'll just do it, but you'll know. We'll have a backup. Okay, so we'll figure that out. So we'll, yep. we'll we'll have either me and Dave tomorrow or me and someone else tomorrow, depending how it's going to go. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. There will be something else coming out today. A little teaser is going to come out today on something happening. Big announcement coming on Monday. I told you that during June, Mondays is announcement Monday. We may have some fun to drop on Monday coming up for the Bostonian versus the book. Dave, Matt, talk to you tomorrow.